AM 790 Talk and Business presents Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island with your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Join Bronwyn to hear about the next water fire event in downtown Providence, plus other great cultural events happening in the community. Now, here's your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Well, and hello, 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 and happy Thursday, everybody. What a beautiful sunshiny day and we just had an amazing Memorial Day weekend. Um, thank you to everybody who came out to Waterfire. It was a Gosh, there is more people, I think, at this first full lighting than I've seen in my tenure at Waterfire, which is a long time, which is 12 years. But I think, you know, the good weather brought out all of our Brown graduates. Um, a special uh, congratulations to Miss Liz Oakley, who is now working with me at Waterfire and graduated on Saturday. And she's here. Um, but I hope everyone had a wonderful time this weekend. You know, that weather could look ominous at points and uh We seemed to survive it. But, you know, more than that, not only was last weekend big, this weekend, if you didn't see the front page of the Providence Journal, um, the city of Providence is going to be exploding with the Providence Fest and so much art and music and culture. And so I have my friend, Stephanie Fortunato, who is the director of the Department of Art, Culture, and Tourism at Providence and who has been working diligently on uh, pulling together a four-day festival, right? Four days. Absolutely. We're kicking off tonight uh, with a fundraiser at the Providence G. That, so what time does that happen? Uh, it's starting at 5.30 p.m. Okay. Do we know what the ticket price is? They start at one twenty-five, and you can get them at the door. All right. Well, you know what? I, we encourage people to go down. Um, as you know, all of our arts uh, and everything that we do in this city, we need support. Uh, um, Stephanie, you know that. We go after sponsors all the time trying to figure out how to put <laughs> these things together, right? Absolutely. But, yeah, so if you have uh, got the um, if you have the opportunity, go down to that Providence G, great spot. Anyway, but so tell me, what can we expect um, just over the weekend? It looks, I was looking at the schedule, and my eyes started to get crossed because <laughs> there was like, okay, what, what are we going to see? So a little bit of information. Absolutely. So. We are getting so excited. I can't believe it's June 2nd. We've been talking about this for so long. So we have a little bit of everything, actually. Um, PVD Fest is really a celebration of our local artist community, of our rich cultural heritage, and just the creativity that we are so lucky to live amongst. Um, We are kicking off tomorrow with some programming. So last year we didn't do as much programming on the Friday night. Um, Mm -hmm. And so this is an expanded programming. And we're going to start after work hours with the food trucks outside of City Hall. Um, Very fun. We're going to have walking tours, letting people explore the festival footprint. Um, The festival is going to take place in Kennedy Plaza and the surrounding areas and then all the way up Washington Street. That's Um, quite a footprint. Absolutely. (laughs) We keep imagining how we're going to staff that entire space. <laughs> well, you know, the good one, exercise. The one thing that we have found with Waterfire, or when we do things where we've got incredible music and art, and I've always said Waterfire is the most uh, incredible social experiment. That if you create the right environment. Right and action follows, and I think that you'll find that happening all throughout the weekend. Because again, as you said, you've got music. I say you've got City Mega, who's going to be playing. Oh, we're so looking forward to his performance. He's yes, awesome. He is awesome. Yeah, he, he's been here on the show with me before. Oh, that's great. I, yeah, I just love him. But so there's that, and I know we're going to be jumping back and forth a lot here, just again because there's so much to talk about. But so musical performances. We were talking about. 
my dear friend Rose Weaver. Absolutely. So we are um, having a procession to uh, sort of kick things off on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. And Rose Weaver and Howard Bentre have graciously uh, agreed to be our grand marshals for this year. That's um, so cool. Yes, that's so cool. So the procession will come down Washington Street and then end up at Kennedy Plaza at the First Works Plaza stage uh, where the festival welcome Marilors will actually welcome people and there'll be a blessing by Eastern Medicine Singers and it'll be a wonderful nice. start to the festivities and we have so many great performances happening that evening. Well, I was noticing that. And that's what I was saying. I was going a little cross-eyed. I was like, okay, this, there, there's just lists and lists of them. Now, are there different stages around the city that people can just kind of they'll, they'll happen upon? Yes, so we have 13 stages. Um, so pretty much on Washington Street, we are transforming the city uh, into really a, a unconventional cultural venue. So all of the parking lots, the surface parking lots on Washington Street, they'll be activated with arts programming. And so we're working with Coastway Bank. AS220 will be curating uh, local bands on the evening on Saturday. The Dean Hotel is programming the lot next to them. Uh, We're activating the uh, lot. uh, The Department of Agriculture and Tourism has the lot next to the Projo building. Um, So so how are people going to get around? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So this is a good question. There are going to be a number of street closures, but there are some great transportation options. Um, So uh, we are working closely with the Downtown Improvement District, and they will be helping us people find parking garages and places um, where they can settle in for yeah. the day. Um, and uh, there's also uh, public transportation. RIPTA is rerouting all of the buses, and so they'll be up on Empire Street. Um, but they're great partners in helping us make PVD Fest happen. So yeah. there's that. Uber is a sponsor of the event, so there's another option. And Uber is great. Yeah. Love Uber because you, know, you just come and pick you up and you don't have to worry about anything. So congratulations on getting into the sponsor. <laughs> they will make life so much easier, Absolute. I think, for people. And they are offering a promo code for first-time uh, users. What's the promo code? Do we know? I, I, I will. It's PVD Fest, I believe, but I will check that. <laughs> Let's, well, everybody, just you know, again, because we're going to be giving you so much information in a short period of time here, pvdfest.com, um, go. There's so much information, including this schedule um, and probably what people can expect, planning for the visit, exactly what you were just talking about, how to make life kind of easier on everybody. Yep. Um, but so we've got tomorrow or tonight's kickoff, Providence G. Tomorrow, starting what time did you say? Like? After work, um, so around 5 p.m. And then there'll be a series of walking tours so you can get out and explore. And then the WBRU concert series that the city helps support yeah. is kicking off our summer season um, at 7 p.m. in the Alex Anani Center. Oh, beautiful. Right. Yep. So that so now is the Alex Anani Center going to be um, utilized a lot over the weekend? Absolutely. Just... That's one of our stages. So, yeah. And we have some great performers who are going to be there. Um, so uh, there are performers coming from Haiti. Um, there's an amazing group called the Afro-Cuban All-Stars, um, which had the same arrangers as the Bonavista Social Club, which is so exciting. Wow. Um, Rocco Duaney um, is coming, and he's a great um, reggae star. Um, we have Salsa. Salsa Iguetas is uh, going to be performing. Um, Plena Libre from Puerto Rico. So there are people coming from all over. And then there are our local uh, creatives that we're going to be able to present as well. Chachi Carvalho. Is performing. He's incredible. He's he just great. performed at the Met School uh, fire oh, yeah. that we did right beforehand, and I'm like, who is this guy? He's 
awesome. Absolutely, yeah. So we're really excited to have him on the stage. Uh, Big Nazo's Intergalactic uh, performance is going to be happening. Uh, right. They're going to participate in the parade as well. So, so many things to look forward to. And lots of stuff for families, right? Absolutely, and, and yeah. So we have some great partners on this event. Um, so we are working closely with FirstWorks, our um, creative founding partners, and yep. they're bringing many of the international acts to Providence for this. We're also working with the Downtown Providence Parks Conservancy, and they'll be working on um, presenting presenting some family programming in Burnside Park. So great things to do during the day. We're starting at noon, uh, so you can come on down with your family and you'll find lots of things to do. And then you can drop the kids back off at the babysitter and come back out at <laughs> That's night. That's what I keep telling people. <laughs> it would be my plan if I wasn't working. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to have to be working the whole time. Right. All right, so this is the one thing that I saw. You, you need to tell me about this. What is this thing about dinosaurs? Yes. So what is that? we have Close Act Theater from the Netherlands, um, and they are coming with uh, 14-foot dinosaurs, sauruses, that will be pursuing some street theater. Um, so they'll be out on Saturday night. And then White Wings, um, another part of the Close Act Theater group, uh, will be leading a walking tour Mm -hmm. on Friday night. So that's another really exciting thing that you might want to check out. All right. So we know that you're going to be working, but I know that you're going to try to find (laughs) your way to a couple of different venues that you, you know, this is your baby, essentially. (laughs) So what is it that you're most looking forward to seeing? Well, tomorrow night we're working with Providence Implantations, which used to be Providence Biennial, and they're doing a site-specific installation on Grants Block. Um, they have the Providence Design Collective Neuhaus doing a sort of architectural installation, and then they're showing films about the built environment and the city, and I'm really excited for that yeah. installation. Uh, we do have great visual arts, which I haven't even talked about, um, and I'm excited to see those on Saturday as well. We have about a dozen temporary public art projects that we've been able to commission wow. uh, throughout the festival footprint, everything from temporary murals to sculpture. Um, I heard about the murals. I, I mean, that that I think the word's been out that there's going to be some incredible murals. Now, again, where do we find them or do we happen upon them? So pbdfest.com is the best place to find all the information about the festival. You'll find the event schedule and that w- that's where you can find the most up-to-date listings. Um, information about all of the artists is available at that site. Um, as I said, the FAQ about how do you get there and how do you navigate it. Um, there's information about the food trucks. We're working with food trucks in and we're really excited um, to partner with them. And Providence Flea uh, is bringing 70 merchants um, to PBD Fest on Saturday. So we're really excited to partner with them as well. So. And yeah, yeah, and highlighting just all the different wonderful things that we have here in Providence. And I'm so impressed with what you've been able to do by bringing together these international groups. That is, that's that's a that's a feat within itself um, and to do the outreach and to bring in that. And as I know you said, a big thank you to First Works. Absolutely, right yeah. Here. They are an incredible partner in this. Uh, they really, they say sometimes festivals in their DNA, and I think working with them, that's really clear. Um, but I think that's part of the magic of PVD Fest is really bringing together the global and showcasing the local. Um, and many of our local artists who are participating, you know, they don't get that many chances uh, to perform here because they're performing all over the country. And so this is a great opportunity um, to be able to have that here in our hometown. So is it hard to get everybody's schedule together <laughs> and say, all right, we need you here starting June 2nd and, and lasting through the weekend? Have you ever played Tetris? This is what I think. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Yes. You know? and I think it reminds me a little bit of water fire. A little bit, Just yes. a tiny bit. <laughs> Is there anything else that you think that we should let our listeners know um, 
Steph, before I know that we've got to get you back to Providence. Yeah, absolutely. And we know that about that traffic. So, <laughs> you know, um, is there anything else you'd like to kind of put I out there? I just want to invite everyone to come on down to PBD Fest starting uh, Friday night after work and Saturday all throughout the day. We've got some great participating venues on Sunday. It's going to be a great weekend. Um, it's going to the arts event is something that always brings people together and the vibrancy is palpable. I've actually heard Mayor Lorzer say the vibrancy of PBD Fest is infectious and I actually really like that idea that there's something that you know you want to be part of so anyway come on down pbdfest.com for more information thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule thank you for putting together this amazing festival um i probably shouldn't say this but i'm so happy i don't have a water fire this weekend because i'm coming down to enjoy (laughs) please do and thank you for having me absolutely and come back anytime when you've got news about other great things happening in this city because i know that you put almost all of them together. So thank you very much. You've been talking to Stephanie Fortunato, and we are talking about the PVD Fest. It's happening starting tonight and going all through the weekend, and that weather is going to be beautiful. And, yeah, you'd really be missing something if uh, you didn't stop down to our beautiful city of Providence. You've been listening to AM790, your station for talk and business. My name is Bronwyn Dannenfelter, and when I come back, I'm going to introduce you to two fabulous ladies who are doing another event next weekend. And hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talking business. And as we were just saying, what a crazy, beautiful weekend it's going to be here in Providence uh, with the Providence Fest and all of the different cultural happenings uh, downtown. So make sure you go to that website. And if you missed any of that podcast, it will be up on the Waterfire website. But again, if you go to the pvdfest.com, and it's a calendar that, again, I said kind of made me go cross-eyed because there's just so much happening. But it'll be such a wonderful uh, celebration of our entire community. And they brought in a lot of different groups that are... um, multicultural that they're coming in internationally and I'm still excited because they're going to be dinosaurs 18 foot dinosaurs walking around Providence and again music and all incredible stuff but so moving away from that I am so fortunate to uh, if you listen to the show last week I graduated last week from the Providence Citizens Police Academy which was awesome. And while I was in that, I I had the honor of meeting some of the most incredible community leaders while I was part of that program. And they are here, two of them, with me today. Um, And I really wanted to bring to light one, an event that they've got coming up on June 11th, which we're going to talk about, which sounds like a lot of fun and a little red carpet fun. And then uh, I want to talk about the good work that they're doing. So, ladies, without further ado, I would like to say hello and introduce you all to Tina Shepard. she is the Director of Community Initiatives for One Neighborhood Builders, uh, amongst many other things, which she's going to tell us about. And Pilar McLeod, who is, a, she started a Sweet Creation Youth Organization, and she's a founder. And actually, she sent me her bio, and it is so long that I'm going to have to let her tell you a little bit about herself. But hi, ladies. Good afternoon. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm good. It's like it's a beautiful day out. I've got you two here. Um, I know you must be so tired because you've got this massive event coming up on the 11th, right? <laughs> yes, we do. All right. So the Olneyville Obies. So coming from somebody who's got a theater background, meaning me, what are we going to be looking for, and what are we doing with the Olneyville Ovies? So the Olneyville Ovies sort of was my brainchild last year, 
I, I was at a conference and I heard, it was a NeighborWorks conference, and I heard someone talking about something similar that they had done in their neighborhood. So I've, it's been brewing in my mind for a year. And so about three or four months ago, I said, you know what, that's it, we're going to do it. Because every event that we do in Oneyville is usually a neighborhood cleanup or a festival or some sort of event where you're outside getting dirty and sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I wanted something that we could dress cute and look nice. But also the bigger thing is that we're recognizing all the great work that gets done in Oneyville. So it's not about one neighborhood builders. It's really about recognizing all the organizations, the agencies, the individuals and the residents that make Oneyville so special. Well, and Oney- Oneyville is amazing. Our my daughter uh, is actually working at. Gosh, what's the name of the place? Is it Josephine's? Um, what is it? Well, I think it's Lonely Nights. Oh, Lonely Nights. But you know, Oneyville has got one. You know that I'm a big cr- creative placemaker mm-hmm. and community builder, and we've been trying to do so much of that with Waterfire and revitalizing our art city and you know especially with this new building that we bought which mm-hmm. is right in, near Alco and really you know having that extend further outward mm-hmm. um, can you just talk a little bit more about what n- one neighborhood builders is because sure. I was really impressed when I was reading it sure so one neighborhood builders uh, people probably know our our name our former name better which was <laughs> Oneyville Housing Corporation mm-hmm. we've been around for 27 years about two years ago we merged or affiliated ourselves with Community Works Rhode Island so we're a community development corporation that really looks to um, there's a few components of our of our organization the real estate development piece so we take um, foreclosed abandoned or blighted property whether it's residential or uh, commercial property and redevelop it for um, low income to moderate income families. Nice. Um, and then we also do, you know, asset building, so financial uh, credit counseling, foreclosure prevention, first time home buyers classes, and then it's my department, which is the community building and engagement department, Woo-hoo! which is yeah, right. it's, it's the most <laughs> exciting department in the organization because we get to do so much great stuff. So, yeah. you know, we get to work with the police, we get to work with all the community partners, we get to work with the Department of Health, um, we just get to you know, we're, we're responsible for keeping everything kind of moving. And so our, it's an organization, so a nonprofit. Yes. And so how, how do you sustain yourself? They beg a lot. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> I put Pilar out there and let her beg for Child, us. I can get a dollar out of 15 cents, honey. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's tough. I, I It's um, a lot of it's grants. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, you know, some of it goes to the real estate department. So with tax credits and whatnot. Um, but particular for community, uh, the community building department, it's a lot of grants. So mm-hmm. right now we're operating on two major grants from the Department of Justice and the Rhode Island Department of Health that keep us moving. That's great because I was wondering with this event, is it a fundraiser? Do we get because it's <laughs> it said free, but you know, free is for me, child, honey. If you ain't got to pay nothing to get in, and all you got to do is buy yourself a little cocktail at the bar, that is a party, honey. <laughs> yes. I can't wait for next Saturday night. <laughs> well, there. So I got this trash bag on so I can <laughs> take off some of this sweat. <laughs> you don't understand. All right, so Phil, our. Talk to me a little bit about your background and what you're going to be doing on June 11th on that carpet. 
I am the CEO and founder of my own nonprofit called A Sweet Creation, and we started in Oneyville on Manton Avenue. And I am also the chairwoman for the NAACP Providence Branch Youth High School and College Chapters. Um, I am also the New England Area Conference Youth Works Committee Chairwoman. I watch over the 15 branches of the youth chapters in high school, college, and youth councils that are that make up the 15 branches that are the New England area. When do you have any time to do anything? Child, she I don't never. I do. Listen, in my sleep, <laughs> I dream in color. So I, yeah. I, I work and send emails. You know, in my sleep, I will wake up at two or three o'clock in the morning and be like, Oh wow, I forgot to do something. Let me send this. So mm-mm, she's sleeps. the per- first person I call in the morning at six mm-hmm. o'clock. I'm up. up. My bo- my <laughs> boss, Barnaby Evans, would just love you because <laughs> he's the same way. You get the four o'clock in the morning emails, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, here you go. Boy. I am that person. So for the OVs. Tina thought it would be really cute if myself and Fame Ambitious, the stylist guru extraordinaire, shout out to Fame, hashtag styled by Fame, anybody that sees anything that I wear that remotely looks like clothes that a grown woman would put on, Mm -hmm. I have not dressed myself. (laughs) Fame has dressed me. See how I look right now? Glad y'all can't see me. This is how I dress. We're going to take a selfie. Child, we ain't taking no selfies. That is is not that kind of life she wants to live. But for the OVs, I am actually, Fame and I are going to be on the red carpet. Mm -hmm. And if when you come down that red carpet, you better be snapped, tapped, dyed, and fried to the side. Mm -hmm. Because if you are not dressed like you are going to the Oscars, Mm -hmm. we are going to want to know where you got that from. Mm -mm, No, (laughs) do not come on here on my carpet with no no Polly and Esther, no Forever 21. Stay out those Chinese stores. Don't get your gowns from there. Mm -mm. She Mm -mm. will send you home to change. mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't do that. Don't do that. You want to get dressed up, put on your grown folk clothes Mm -hmm. and get dressed up and have some fun with it. And we want to just announce people and, you know, kind of give them a little red carpet carpet flair because why not honey everybody should be snatched and fabulous and we are going to live stream that on facebook on our one neighborhood builders facebook page so you can see the actual red carpet oh Oh, yeah you don't want to miss me Mm -mm. (laughs) i've been practicing how can anybody (laughs) miss you my dear (laughs) with this plastic bag on you can honey i'm day glow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, all right, so the event, it starts at? The red carpet walk is from 6.30 to 7.30, and the event will actually start at 7.30. And what's at the event besides, I know that we're doing some awards. Is there music? There is music. Mm-hmm. Um, community Music Works will be playing as people are coming in. Nice. Then nice. we have a group called Dexter's Lab that will be opening up. It's a dance group. Mm-hmm. Not phenomenal the dance group. No, they're phenomenal. We, I wanted to start it with something exciting, get people dancing. You know, oh, it's not going to yeah. be your... Average. Your average, you know, event. It's going to be, people are going to be excited. People are going to be having some champagne. We're it's going to be, be as fun as you two ladies yeah. are. Oh, <laughs> honey, Imagine. I am a party in a bag. <laughs> Imagine. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, on a Saturday night with a bottle of champagne, it's all bad. I don't off. even need liquor. <laughs> I'm partying right now. <laughs> so, as I bring it back to, you know, funding and everything like that, would you take donations from Absolutely. people there? Um, Broke want- people love donations. Yes. I will have a basket on my hip. Yes. <laughs> Give to these children. Honest to God. We are broker than bro. Yeah. I am not even grassroots. I'm seeds. Yeah. Yeah. She- <laughs> I can't even afford to plant. <laughs> can't afford the dirt. Well, I mean, it sounds like such an amazing event. And again, the work that you're doing is is the biggest in the 
best thing that I have ever heard. Um, and it was amazing to hear the dialogues when we were in the Citizens Police Academy and mm-hmm. what you're seeing and the youth that you've been cultivating and trying to move along. So right. what have you seen in the past 20 I mean, are you seeing amelioration and outreach and, and things changing? Or what, what do you still see as some of the challenges? So not being born or raised in Providence, I am originally from the Bronx, New York. Oh, Shout yeah. out, Bronx. <laughs> Yes, honey. (laughs) And then I went to school and eventually moved to Jamaica, Queens. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to Canada for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then I settled in Providence. So not being from here and being from a major city, I did live in Mass for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, It's totally different in New England than it is in the inner city where in New York, you don't have to be in a certain borough to go to a program in that borough. If I live in the Bronx, but I want to go to dance in Manhattan, all I have to do is get to Manhattan, Mm -hmm. train, plane, bus, walk, bike, carpool, whatever. When I got to Rhode Island, I was like, well, what do you mean you can only do things in your city? I've never heard of such a thing. What do you mean you can only go to programming for youth in your city? And in Rhode Island, once you turn 12, there is no programming for you. Mm -hmm. And I am appalled because that is the age or a little bit before that, when youth start to really need someone to sometimes guide them, give them some mm-hmm. positive influence, reiterate what their parents are saying, or help their parents say, you know, what what the kid won't listen to the parent, but they'll listen to you. You don't live with them. Yep. So we deal with students between the ages of 12, and I will take them all the way to 25 for a sweet creation. By the time you get to 25, we're hoping that you've figured it out. And with the NAACP, we take youth as young as 11 and 11, 12, and then we take them pretty much all the way up to the adult chapters. There's a junior youth council, there's a youth council, there's a high school, there's a college chapter, and then the the goal would be once you graduate college, you would join an adult branch in your area. Have I seen anything different? Yes. Well, I mean, so it sounds like there is things that are happening, and well, a lot of them are being spearheaded by the two of you. Um, but it seems at least, again, that there's outreach and that there's programs that are happening. And we've only got a couple of minutes, and then we're going to we have to take a quick break, mm-hmm. and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit more about the way that uh, people can get involved in what you're doing, because you can't do it by yourself. Nobody no. can do it by <laughs> yourself. So everybody, please uh, stay on the line and listen. You're listening to Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talk and business. And again, we are underwritten by National Grid and supported by Lifetime Medical Services, uh, just two great uh, groups that allow us to be sitting there and uh, telling you all about the wonderful things in Providence and Olinaville and <laughs> Rhode Island, right? Yes. <laughs> Southside Providence. Stand up. <laughs> we'll be right back here. Talk to you soon. And hello, 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 and welcome back. You are listening to AM790, your station for talk and business. I'm Bronwyn Dannenfelter, your host. And I've been having a fabulous, fabulous time with these two great ladies who, unfortunately, I can't stop laughing. But I've got Tina Shepard, one neighborhood builder. She's a director of community initiatives. And I've got Pilar McLeod, uh, who's, yeah, she's a creator of a sweet creation youth organization along with 
a bunch of other things, (laughs) which I was going to try to see if I could remember and repeat after she said them in the last segment, but I am really sorry. I just can't. If they wasn't written on my business card, I wouldn't know what they were either. (laughs) I work with kids. That's what I do. (laughs) You do a lot of work with kids. Yes, Mm. we do. And at the moment, we are, so we are located at the Institute for the Study and Practice of Nonviolence, which is at 265 Oxford Street in Providence. Our programming is ending next week, but don't worry. We recharge and start back up again July 6th. We are doing the Summer of Civil Rights, four mm. weeks of different um Communities of color that have faced issues with civil rights, from African-American to Cape Verdean to Hispanic to Native American. Not mm-hmm. all taught by me because I am not. She she's a, she knows a lot. She don't know that much. <laughs> um, so I'm bringing in some of the best people I know to come in. Marco McWilliams. Shout out to Marco McWilliams, who graduated from Rick this year. Right. Um, he will be doing our Africana Studies. And we are going to teach children a little bit about their culture and about the civil rights movements and struggles of others. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to pair it on week five, and we're going to go on a community service trip. At the moment, I'm looking at Baltimore, Maryland, nice. um, at my favorite place, which is Catholic Charities. We love to go there twice a year and volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, everything we do is, like Tina said, through donations. Donations, fundraisers. These children are trying to get to the National Convention for the NAACP, which is in Cincinnati in July, mm-hmm. July 16th to the 20th and they need some money so if anybody out there is listening and you want to donate to these babies who are working harder than Keebler elves making cookies the night before Christmas (laughs) don't sleep feel feel free these babies were in my kitchen (laughs) making sandwiches for the homeless one day and slept at my house when she had a retreat one weekend so yes if you guys open your purses the less I have to open up (laughs) that's That's right they are they are finishing one fundraiser they raised so far $101 in change only all wow. in their piggy banks. They yeah. just turned those in. They are now starting their um, their donation sheets where people can donate whatever they want, yeah. um, as little as a dollar or 50 cents. After that, they will be having a talent show, I believe, at AS220 in July. Mm-hmm. And we are about to partner up. And I'm not going to say it over the air because I haven't really confirmed it yet. But with the local bake shop to see if we can do a fundraiser there yeah. and um, do a raffle gift basket. So if anybody wants to donate, you can mail your donations to the Institute for the Study and Practice of Nonviolence in care of Pilar McLeod at the NAACP, 265 Oxford Street, Providence, Rhode Island. Zip code is 02905, I believe. That's 02905. And if you can't do that, you can find me on the Facebook. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. On Usually Facebook. live. Usually I am live. live on I do videos. <laughs> Don't get me. I love biscuits. Oh. <laughs> If you give me a biscuit, I'll make a video. <laughs> on Facebook, I am Pilar McLeod. At Facebook, I am on Twitter at Pilar. Um, on Twitter, I am Ask A-S-C Youth. On mm-hmm. Twitter, follow me. I tweet. And I'm also on Instagram at Pilar, P-I-L-A-R-232. That is Pilar, P-I-L-A-R-232 on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can do- ask me how to donate, inbox me, do whatever you need to do. But at the end of the day, these students have worked so hard. How Shout out to them. How old are they, Pilar? These students are middle schoolers. So they mm-hmm. are from Green Middle School. Shout out to Nathaniel Green over on Chalkstone, Matt Buchanan. And, of course, they are a wonderful array of students from classical high school, happy graduation, 
pre-graduation to my classical students, Noel Frias, Chrisanne Davison, Marie Lua. Shout out to Destiny Legerton. These are some amazing students. Mr. Sean Carter, all oh, parts wow. of the Youth Council. Um, some of them hold executive committee positions. They have gone everywhere from Flint, Michigan mm-hmm. with me to donate water. They have marched in the Journey for Justice, 127 miles from Richmond, Virginia to Washington, D.C. to protest yeah. for our civil rights and our voting rights. And mo- more recently, we have done Democracy Awakening in Washington where we marched with the national NAACP on a Sunday. It was hotter than fish grease. <laughs> I kid you not, but we marched with about 3,000 plus people yeah. all because our voting rights, our health care, our housing, and our education, they matter. And we want Washington to know. We want our legislators to know. In Rhode Island, we're very fortunate. Our congressmen, our senators, they all support, you know, the good work that we do. And more importantly, you know, health care and education and fair housing. But there are some states where they are not as lucky. I know. Mm-hmm. So what well, we know we need to do is we need to talk offline about this and see how we can get you involved with water fire. And yes, really Jesus. Won't God do it? Yes, he will. Yeah. Hallelujah. I mean, we've got one of the biggest stages, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a we often work with all sorts of different groups, and Barnaby would love that. So, yeah, that's oh, going to be yay. a conversation we're going to take offline and definitely make sure that we do something with you. But as you were saying, you needed donations. I don't have any money. I work for a nonprofit, so I can't really donate anything. <laughs> all right, time anything. to wrap up this interview. But what I do have is the ability, if you can find a way to turn it into something, we would love to be able to donate a VIP experience at Waterfire mm. that you could raffle off either at your event on the 11th um, at the OVs and you know that could include a boat ride and being nice. in the VIP tent and maybe something special Tina, from Barnaby. Tina, we're going to have to fight for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, since I'm your ride home, I Wow. Think, uh, no, actually, the no. The shade. I would, I would, you know, we, and that's one of the things that I was thinking about when Pilar was talking is I think one of the things that Providence or maybe even Rhode Island, we don't do a really good job of is really assisting each other. There's a lot of mm. competition, whether it's for funding or whatever the case may be, resources. And one of the things I try to do, and I think Oneville is really good at, is the partners in Oneville really kind of share the same vision. Yeah. We really help each other. We know that everything we do is for the betterment of that community. Right. And so if Pilar needs something for one of her many initiatives, and there's something that I can do, whether it's a personal you know, contribution or whether it somehow fits into what one neighborhood builders is doing, we're going to assist her yeah. right. because it's it's for the betterment of community in general. And well, Waterfire yes. can insist both of you. I didn't mean to just offer it oh, to Pilar, no. but I... Lay <laughs> mm. no, the over there at her end of the table. <laughs> I think it's yeah. because, again, Absolutely. we all are sharing the same goal here, which right. is to make our cities a safe, um, creative places where people want to live, right. have health care, have all the freedoms that everyone should enjoy. Yes. And it's not just Olneyville. I mean, we look at what's happened mm-hmm. with that whole West Broadway neighborhood area. That's coming alive it is. again, which is so nice to see. And mm-hmm. I, I don't live far from where you are down in Olneyville really? because I live in North Providence. So I just oh. come down Manton Avenue. Yes, uh, look, at look at your neighbors. You two are neighbors. We're going to have to meet at LaSalle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> Seven stars. So yes. What is the best story, one from each of you, of a transformation that you have seen occur? My favorite story, <laughs> and you'll, if you come to the Obies that night, you'll hear this story. So one of our initiatives is to work with the Providence Police. 
um, through the Department of Justice grant, and we've been doing that for a couple of years. And the overall goal is to really uh, enhance and build relationships between residents and the police. We have an amazing district commander in Oneyville, uh, Lieutenant Richard Fernandez, who's actually receiving an award that night. He's receiving the Community Policing Award. And in December, we did a, an event called Operation Navidad, where we partnered with Toys for Tots. Several of our partners, our residents, and about 12 police officers loaded up police trucks with presents, delivered them out to the neighborhood. Yep. And one of the residents walked up to the lieutenant and said, listen, I just want to let you know, keep doing what you're doing. I've seen what you're doing in this neighborhood, and we really appreciate it. You're the cops with hearts. You know, and that's what we need mm-hmm. to hear more right. than, than that, that integration. Exactly. All right. Your favorite story. My favorite story would, I would have to say, I have a million stories about the youth, but I would have to say that the, fav- the, the best feeling that I've gotten is the unification. You know, Kobe Dennis, Unified Solutions, mm-hmm. um, the Institute for the Study and Practice of Nonviolence, the Met School, Mr. Cedric. Tina, Mm -hmm. you know, Youth Build Providence, you know, all of these wonderful partnerships that I've been able to make. And it's been able to not only help me, but help the youth that we serve to think outside of the box and to go past their comfort zone and to take them to see their possibilities. A student or a young person never knows what they can be if you never give them just a possibility, Mm -hmm. another option. And And that's what we love to do. That's what I love to do. And how many of them come back to help? They don't leave. They're like Cosby <laughs> yeah. kids. They never go home. <laughs> yeah. When you work with youth and they, you have build that relationship, they a come boomerang. back. Well, that's <laughs> and they stay. Yeah. And they eat mm-hmm. your food. <laughs> but a lot. They, they come back and become mentors. They become Absolutely. mentors. They volunteer. Excellent. They donate their time. They do a lot. Well, you know, I am so proud to, again, and honored to have met you and been in that class with you. You always keep me laughing. And Pilar, <laughs> you know, I, I got to give it to you, honey. I I'm scared of meeting you on that red carpet. Child, you should see me on <laughs> oh, Saturday at come. home. Please come and dress to impress. It's going to yes. be a blast. Yes, a good time. Well, we even. Oh, thank you. Oh, my Get husband. You... Look at that. Was that? Jesus do it? Look at that. A ch- Let's oh, God, go back do next it. week. Yeah. <laughs> Keep coming here. I won't have to do any fundraisers. You have champagnes on me next Saturday. Oh. So everyone, I know that we're going to be having to leave the air in a second, but I wanted to thank again Pilar. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much, much for all. The good work you're doing and we stay in touch because let's see Absolutely. how we can make it grow and do even more um and i also would like to you know dedicate i think i said this in the beginning but if i didn't i meant to i'd like to, i'd like to dedicate this show to um steve brown uh steve brown was the uh, head of the providence phoenix and passed away recently and um he's going to be missed very very much by many of us uh, whose lives that he touched um there is a memorial service on june 5th in jamestown uh, at a pavilion at Fort Getty. I think I said that right. Um, and that's at 3.30. And, you know, here's to Steve. And, uh, again, you'll be very much missed. And we will look forward to seeing you down by the riverside on June 18th. But, of course, you're going to be listening to the show next Thursday at 4 o'clock, correct? Um, you've been listening to AM790, your station for talk and business in Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Uh, these ladies rock. And go to the event on June 11th. Is that FET? Uh-huh. Yes. Oneyville. Oneyville. Come on. Oneyville. Everyone's going to go down and have a good time. We're just <laughs> it's gonna... right behind the New York system. Everybody knows where the New York system is. So. <laughs> All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your ride home or your day.